0: And welcome to Stubbornly Optimistic, a podcast where we talk about people and what keeps people keeping going. Today we're going to do a very, very short podcast where I basically introduce myself. Hide the room. Hello, I am Sarah Ellis. That doesn't sound too contentious and opener, but it is quite um, a long-winded story as to how I got to there. Those of you that are listening may think that's a strange name for someone who sounds the way I do, and that's because I am a transgender individual. You're not making any sense at all. Allow me to explain. I'm also a number of other things, different labels, um, different descriptors, so let's tell you a little bit about me. Why am I doing these podcasts? Back in 2004, 2006, I trained as a nurse, uh, British military. and. I did quite a long time in the military. I did 15 years in total. Um, I started as a medic and I came out of the military in 2011. The way I came out of the military was wrapped up in being a transgender person. Certain people didn't do what they should have done. And that left me with a bunch of challenges. I came off the edge of a cliff, um, financially and socially, um, lots of, things that changed very very quickly in my life at that point. And what I decided to do with that experience was I decided to learn. Um I've always been the sort of person where I would learn. I went through university, I went through postgrad stuff, and I figured that life's dealt me a curveball. You can either moan about it or you can learn from it. And to be truthful, I did a bit of both. There's nothing of interest for me out there on earth. I did a bit of both. I think everybody would do. Um, they would have their their little moan and their gripe because what happened to me was, let's be frank, it was a situation that wasn't something that should have happened. You know, humans sometimes we screw up. Yeah, and a couple of people screwed up. They didn't do what they should have done, and as a result, my career went down the pan. I have to say, three people screwed up. Those two individuals that I'm thinking of, and then also the third one being me. Anyway. Time to press on. Moving on from that occurrence, that sort of event that started me on this path, um, I decided to start my own business. I started my own business fixing push bikes. Um, And these are the sorts of stuff that you might find Bradley Wiggins running around on. Um, Actually, it would be Chris Froome running alongside. If anyone saw the Tour de France a couple of years ago, Chris Froome was running alongside with his bike because his bike was too small for him. So, actually, that was a bad metaphor. If it was Bradley Wiggins, he would actually be riding it. But these bikes, as you can imagine, they're not your Halfords 99 quid jobs. They're pretty expensive bits of kit, and I was fixing them. I actually ended up working for the, uh, the main training company that, uh, trained bike mechanics. Um, but at the same time, I was looking at this point around my life to, to kind of go into self-employment work for me because of what had happened to me. I'd put my faith and trust in this organization that kind of dropped me. And, uh, so I kind of was wanting to, to really branch out and do something on my own, but still, take people with me. So I was casting around for different things and I I thought I'd got the bike business to a certain level and I decided I couldn't really take it any higher. So I... Had an opportunity to pass that business model on to somebody else and i've done that and and they're running away with that perfectly fine in my local area it's the the business model is running great guns and going well and i've kind of moved into a different area because during this process i got really really interested like really interested in the business of being in business and that sounds really weird but that whole thing of working with people and making stuff happen and having these ideas Uh, the business of being in business and then learning about that and then passing that knowledge on. So what I ended up creating was a training company and I do bits and pieces of motivational stuff, teaching ethics, all that kind of stuff Um, because that ties in with my personal journey. Uh, Of figuring out who I am. If you watch or listen to any of the business coaches, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Jay Shetty, any of these guys, they will tell you that looking at yourself is the first lesson. Looking at yourself is the first learning point for any manager, anyone that wants to create or manage business systems. You have to know where you're starting from. You need a starting point. My starting point was quite quite fuzzy, quite blurred, because I didn't at certain points in my life really know who I was. So I had to go inward, which is stuff that uh, Jay Shetty talks a lot about, the stuff to do with the mind and really kind of getting a hold of your intention and who you are. And uh, I had to go inward a lot to figure myself out. And then obviously the transgender stuff kind of drops out of that. But. It's been an interesting process from soldier and nurse to unemployed. Um, one might say unfairly unemployed and then looking at, well, what do I do with this situation? And actually what it's taught me is that every opportunity comes disguised as adversity. I ended up in a situation where I lost a lot of a lot of my income. I lost a lot of my influence, but I had time. If you were waiting for the opportune moment, that was it. I suddenly had a resource that I had not had for a very, very long time. And I had time and I had space to think. And that was really, really invaluable because it was a case of, right, okay, these options have been denied me, all this stuff that I'd worked for. I was about 36 when this happened. So for 36 years of my life, I trained and you know, looked at the medical side of things and nursing and stuff like that. And all of these things was th- were there, but they were suddenly denied me and what I had was time and whatever I could figure out was in between my ears. So in a sense you're left with this, the problem is the person that's created the problem, i.e. me, but also the solution to the problem that's been created by the problem is me. And when you get your head around that, that you are both solution and problem, you are the creator of your own solutions to the problems that you create. You, you can you can look at life in such a limitless way, because you become curious. If you allow yourself to, to identify possibility, you become curious rather than afraid. And really, I'm kind of still on this journey. This is why Stubbornly Optimistic exists. Stubbornly Optimistic is a Facebook group, and that was born out of a blog page about philosophical things. The stubbornly optimistic blogs dropped out of me doing blogs from the cycling side. If you're a cyclist or a runner or anyone that does endurance sport, you'll know that if you're at the bottom of a hill, let's say, there are three things that get you from the bottom of that hill to the top. Your legs, your lungs, and a decision that you are not going to stop. Those three things are what get you from where you are to where you need to be. And that hill, the metaphorical hill of business and success creation, um, is something that I'm still kind of working with and still climbing. So I found myself writing cycling blogs that were becoming somewhat more philosophical, somewhat more business related and so I split the two off and created Stubbornly Optimistic as a blog site on Blogger it still exists and then I set up the Facebook group um, which you can find on hashtag Stubbornly Optimistic I'm also on Twitter and a few other places so essentially that's my story that's why I'm here I'm looking at what makes people keep going and why do they think the way they do you know successful people come in all shapes and sizes success isn't an achievement success is a mantra a method Um, you bring success to what you do you don't achieve success as an end goal as an end point Um, although you know from a project point of view yes a successful outcome you might acquire something you might supply something you might you know create something but if you bring success to what you do every day and you As one of my friends that you'll hear on these podcasts says and something I've picked up and I'm quite, quite, uh, quite fond of, he says he will be relentless, absolutely relentless in the pursuit of what he wants to do and then when you get those moments, as we're all human, where you feel that you're just not quite there, that thing pops into his head, that little affirmation pops into his head and it's, I will be relentless, I will not give up and for me, stubbornly optimistic is my affirmation. Now where does that come from? Where does stubbornly optimistic come from? It's the two words that that really defined this period in my life, this seven, eight year period in my life from 2010 to the present day, um, where stubbornly optimistic was literally all I had left. That stubborn belief that things can get better, will get better, and also that people are not all going to mess you around. Um, I like to believe in people, I like to believe the best in people, this is what I trained as a nurse, you know, you're going to always look for the good in someone and in a situation so i chose very very early on in my life unknowingly but also latterly uh, with a bit more intent behind it to be an optimistic viewpoint sort of person Uh, i think it was dr wayne dyer said years ago you really really only have one question to ask yourself in this world and that do you live in a hostile world or do you live in a benevolent one and i chose the latter option so this optimism is where I come from but sometimes because I'm human like the rest of you guys out there that are listening sometimes I've got to operate from the stubbornness the stubborn absolute will to believe the best in people when at that point in time people are showing you the exact opposite so that's a little bit about me um I hope that wasn't too long On this podcast, we're going to bring in two other guys. a guy called Richard Jefferson, who is a marketing guru. He's really cool, um, really great guy to talk to, and he is absolutely the king of belief, this guy. So you'll hear from him. And also uh, Phil Roberts, who is a professional manager, and also someone who has their own take on motivational stuff. So I'll let those two guys talk for themselves. Um, So keep listening. We'll get interesting people on as the weeks go by and you can find me on facebook at hashtag stubbornly optimistic twitter stubbornly optimistic at cycle underscore soul thanks for listening guys stay tuned to the podcasts um it's not always going to be me just talking into the microphone i promise just remember if you change the way you look at things the things you look at often change and keep it stubbornly optimistic all right catch you later guys bye for now (laughs)